With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the program, everybody. That You're listening to the South Bay Show, South Bay Spotlight, on Thursday, August 20th, August 20th 2020. I'm your host, Jackie Balustra. Thank you so much for tuning in. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and there is no better place to do just that. This segment of the South Bay Show is brought to you by Your Actualized Divisions. A local advertising agency, Your Actualized Visions offers all your advertising needs under one roof. From logo design, business cards, banners, and signage, to online services such as website design, SEO management, promotional videos, reputation management, and loyalty promotions, you name it and Your Actualized Visions will handle it for you on time and under budget. Built on the needs of their clients, your Actualized Visions is competitively priced and economical, saving you money and greatly enhancing your bottom line. At Your Actualized Visions, customer service is all local with one point of contact. No more dealing with robo-answering machines, getting the runaround, or speaking to someone in another country. Your Actualized Visions understands your hyper-local advertising needs and focuses on bringing you real clients. They do not buy likes followers, or fake results. Your campaigns are real, built with real community followers who want to purchase your services and products. The only thing standing in the way of your company's success is you now picking up the phone right now and calling your actualized visions at 310-413-8773. To learn more about what your actualized visions can do for you and your company, visit the website at youractualizedvisions.com. Your Actualized Visions, your dreams today, not someday. You can learn more about the show and listen to prior episodes on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show or on my website, southbaybyjackie.com. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose, that's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. And joining me this morning is our co-host and producer, Deanne Chase, founder of Chase Law Group. For all your business law needs, visit the website at southbaybusinesslawyers.com. Good morning, Deanne. How are you? I, I, Deanne, I, I had you on mute. Good morning again, Deanne. How are you? <laughs> Hi. Good morning. I'm doing great. I'm doing a yeah, bit of a vacation yeah. this week. Are you? Where, yes, where are you staying? I am. I am staying at the Sea Sprite Motel, hotel, I guess it is, uh, in Hermosa Beach. And it is uh, my big 5-0 birthday today. And I decided to do like a, like a little mini retreat. And I was going to go, you know, someplace far away. And then uh, a friend of mine was talking about how the Sea Sprite had been remodeled. And so it is beautiful. And like literally right now I'm sitting on the couch and I see the ocean. I see, you know, people jumping in, like, which I think they're a little crazy because the water's cold. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, this is really nice. Just, it's beautiful here. So that's my morning. Oh, but happy birthday. How How nice is that? How nice is that? Thank and, you. This, you know, we're so fortunate to live in a place where you really want to go on staycation. You know, you don't, you really don't have to go far. And, and no, they did no, such no, a, no, they, they, they did such a nice job on the remodel of that, of the Sea Sprite. Um, matter of fact, we rode our bikes by it a couple of weekends ago and I saw it and it just looks really, really good. And you, as you said, you're right on the ocean there. Nice, mm-hmm. nice, nice way, nice yeah. way to. So are you going to stay there through the weekend, or or do you go I back am. home tomorrow? Yeah, nice. I'm going. I'm staying, staying through the weekend. Well, and I was telling my friends, it's we are so so spoiled. I mean, I live in Manhattan Beach, 
And, you know, I said, well, how pathetic am I that in order to go to the beach, I have to, like, do a staycation and stay in a hotel that's on the beach, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, um, well, but yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, it's true. When it, It's funny. When you live someplace and it's at your doorstep, uh, but you work, you know, you work, you have your life, you have kids, yeah. you know, you, so, so you can't. You can't be the beach bum. We don't like to be, right? Yeah. yeah. That's right. Well, that's true. And that's so it's great. kind of fun. I'm, I'm on vacation in Hermosa Beach. Uh, well, thank you for doing the show while you're on vacation. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm excited about our guest All right. Today. Yes, yes. Let's get to it. Who is our guest today? Well, um, our guest today is a, is a good friend of mine. Her name is Maria Mizzi. She uh, is a certified transformational nutrition coach weight loss specialist, fitness expert, and transformational speaker. Maria is the co-author of the number one best-selling Amazon book, Cashinistas, and the creator of the Beach Physique Method and the True Transformation Program that has helped people create simple shifts in their health and life. Maria has coached and inspired thousands of women and men creating permanent changes in their lives through transformational nutrition and healthy lifestyle habits. She has transformed herself, losing over 40 pounds, getting back her health and vitality, following her customized transformational nutrition method. Maria has over 20 years of experience coaching and training clients from TV personalities to entrepreneurs and busy executives, helping them transform their body, mind, and life. Currently, Maria is coaching virtually or at her office in Manhattan Beach to co-create an in-depth plan to support your immune system with food as well as the emotional impact of stress on the body with weight gain and or pain during this uncertain time. The role of diet and nutrition in your life is extremely important for achieving and maintaining good health. You'll know exactly what to do to stay strong and vibrant now and create a healthier lifestyle long-term with ease. So today, Maria is going to be discussing with us the three emotions that deter us from eating right and how the stress of COVID impacts these emotions. So I'm really looking forward to, um, to talking with Maria. She, is, um, she has an amazing way of just giving people very, very simple um, methods to transform their eating and health and lifestyle. So very excited to welcome to the show Maria. Good morning. Maria, good, good, good morning. morning. Good morning, good morning, Maria. Um, okay, so I'm going to do a little play on words here. Uh, we're not talking about the COVID-19 today. Today we're going to talk about COVID-15. Um, I don't know if you all have heard about the COVID-15 that we're all putting on uh, during this. Um, you know, it's an extraordinary time we're in. Um So I imagine that if you aren't already super busy, uh, people are going to be running to you, uh, you know, once once this is all over. Um, We're all dealing with the same thing, right? All of our all of our regular schedules are messed up. You know, we're not going to the gym every morning or evening. Uh, You know, the kids aren't in school. Uh, You know, our lives are upside down. Um, are you, Maria, are you, are you seeing the COVID-15 already? I mean, I, I know I'm seeing it. Oh, I'm seeing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see it yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's running down. You said it. Yeah. Go ahead. So true. You, you said it. Where You know, our lives have been turned upside down, so there is just a lot of confusion. And what I've really found is there's, different emotions that are really triggering these things. Obviously, you know, the event itself, but then it kind of brings those emotions into play as well. Yeah, well, you know, before we get, well, wait, 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 before we get into that, before we get into that, Maria, can you just give us a little background on how you got to where you were being a a certified transformational nutrition coach? And then, and then I want you to explain exactly what that is because um, you know, I don't know all this stuff. So, so, so give us a little background and yeah, give us a little background first. Absolutely, Jackie. I'd love to. And I like that you asked, how did I get here? Because it was from my own story of what happened to me. I was working in corporate America back in New York in the finance industry. So it's a really fast paced moving lifestyle there in New York. 
and I would just kind of be focused on building my career. So I was able to really get a great career going, and five years later, I looked in the mirror, and I had gained 40 pounds, and I was feeling really uncomfortable. I started to have lack of energy, and with that lack of energy and not liking what I saw in the mirror, I also started to lose my confidence, and that really started affecting my business as a financial advisor because I wasn't feeling great. And I started to see different doctors, and doctors just wanted to prescribe me something or, you know, tell me to do something that was a little bit extreme. Of course, I tried all those cool, fad diets that were going on, but nothing really lasted, and I would continue to gain the weight back. So one day I said, you know what, I am going to dive into this nutrition aspect myself, and I'm going to actually enroll back in school and I, while I was working, so I started doing that schoolwork at night and really focusing on nutrition. Because what really scared me was not only did I gain 40 pounds, but my husband was also in the financial industry with me as well. And his stress levels were even higher. And during that five-year period, he gained over 100 pounds. So between the two oh, of wow. us, we were extremely, yeah, we were super overweight and not healthy. But one morning, in our early morning, rushing to get out of the door and jump into the car, we were in the bathroom getting ready, and I turned to my right, and I saw him starting to fall back. He literally started oh. passing out, and by the grace of God, somehow I was able to get behind him and catch him before he fell. And that was my wake-up call that things really needed to change, not only for myself, but for him as well. Oh my goodness! How scary is that? That I can't. I I really can't think of anything scarier. That's unbelievable. But you know, as you know, you know, work. We get wrapped up in work. You know, I I remember. You know, I used to I used to work out every day. I used to go to the gym every single morning for years and years and years. Work out for an hour or two, come home, get showered and dressed, and that was how I started my day. And then you know, about three or four years ago, I just got super busy. And the first thing to go was the gym. It was the first thing to go. I was like, I just don't, you know, you know, the travel time to get there, the hour to work out, the travel time home, shower, dress, you know, I'm like, I need, I need that two or three hours. I need that extra two or three hours every day. I don't have time to do this. And, and, exactly. and, and I think yeah. for a lot of, I think for a lot of people that how is how it starts. It's either work or you have a young family you know, and you're trying to take care of a couple of kids, and you you just don't have time to take care of yourself. Which, as we all know, you know, ev- anybody across the board will tell you, you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of everybody else. Um, so, so Maria, tell me exactly a certified transformational nutrition coach is. Yes. Okay. And that's a great question because a lot of people hear the word nutrition and they think that the only thing we'll focus on is just, you know, eating, quote, unquote, better food and not bad food. But transformational nutrition is, I like to call it a trifecta. It's three things. I'm focusing on the nourishment of your body, so how we feed ourselves literally with food and how we move our body and bring that into play, but also how we nourish our mindset. So we go into, you know, a little bit of focus on, I guess you could say, psychology of our mindset as to why did we stop working out? Why did we decide that we weren't going to put ourselves in the equation any longer and really find a way to bring ourselves back into the equation? And the third leg of that trifecta, I like to call almost like soul or spirituality. So that's just finding time for yourself whether it's personal time, like Deanne is doing this week, which is such a great thing to do for yourself, community time, spending time with friends and people who lift you up, or just getting outside in the environment like the beach. So we really put together a nourishing plan to nourish the body, the mind, and the spirit. And that's what really makes a long-term transformation, and you can live your own personalized health plan that you're not ever on a diet again. So so is this d- different than or in conjunction with, like, I've heard of a nutritionist. What, yes. what is the difference there? 
Yes, absolutely. So I do I do nutritionist work as well. So that is that's okay. where the nutrition comes in. So that is something that I am as well. But I found just focusing on food and or just focusing on exercise, because I also am a certified personal trainer, you can't do one or the other, and you can't not focus on your mindset. So what I found is our body is not really a bank account of calories in and calories out, as we would (coughs) often hear from, say, a nutritionist, but it's more of a chemistry lab. So I really dive into the chemistry lab of feeding the body, but feeding the mind and the soul as well. Well, and that's okay. so important. The I, mindset is really critical yes. to, um, you know, it's really critical to making the steps that you need. I mean, your mind is developed to um, to to basically maintain the status quo, even if you're not even entirely happy with where you are. So when you try to make changes your mind will try to talk you out of making the changes and into maintaining the status quo because that's where the mind feels like you're, you're, you're safest. So it's difficult from a mindset perspective to make those changes to diet and, and, you know, to eating certain foods when, you know, when in and out burger is right around the corner or, or, or just, you know, getting, getting moving, like getting your body moving is so difficult. Well, it's it's also habit. I mean, I've heard all of these theories about habits, like you have to do something, you know, a thousand times before it becomes a habit. Or, you know, there, there's all sorts of ideas out there about that. But you're right. You're right. It's retraining. And who wants mm-hmm. to retrain anything? You know? Oh, it's who, so hard. I mean, really, who so wants hard. to? It, 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 takes, it takes effort. Yeah. Yeah. Who Who wants to retrain? But that's where Maria comes in, I bet. And Maria makes it so Absolutely. simple. Maria makes it so simple. Well, Maria, you posted the other day on Facebook um, a like a morning workout. It's like an infographic with how many with how many exercises were like five exercises or something like that. And I went, oh my god! Like you know, if I want to get up early and I want to do just a quick workout to start the day, but I you know the gyms are closed anyway. But I, you know, I don't have time to I don't have time to go to the gym. This simple work, and then you're like, oh, what do I do? What exercises do I do? What do I do next? Maria just laid it out with a simple infographic with like these these exercises and said, do this, do this, do this. And I was like, yes, that's what I needed, you know, keeping it simple. <laughs> it's nice to have somebody do all the work for you, isn't it? Almost all the work. <laughs> well, you, you, you just she's have not to, doing those crutches yeah. for me, I'll tell she's you not, that. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Yes, exactly. <laughs> She gave you she gave you the roadmap. Um, so Maria, you know something else that I've learned um, over the years that is that, I, I, and I don't know if it's true anymore uh, because I've been with all of my doctors for decades. You know, I I you know love all my doctors, but I learned the hard way that they didn't. I don't know if they do any do now, but they didn't used to teach nutrition in medical school. I mean, Correct. which I find amazing, at least not Western medicine. Um, I, I was super surprised about that. I, I, I had an experience a couple of years ago, one of my doctors I went into, and she said, oh, so what's new? And I said, well, I'm taking some supplements, uh, doing this for this and this for this. And, and she looked at me with a blank face. She goes, yeah, I don't know anything about that. Um, so You're can you give, right, give, Jack. Yes, please expand on that. Yes, you're right. You are correct on that. Doctors are typically giving, I think they get one semester of nutrition in their eight years of schooling, if not more. So they're not focused on nutrition because they're more focused on when a disease happens, how can we just release the pain in the moment? So their studies are really focused on you're coming in, what can we give you right now just to release what's going on now? So they don't really focus on the root cause. So going back Mm -hmm. into the root cause, that means what have I been feeding my body? What have I been telling my mind? And that's something that a doctor doesn't do because they have so much other things that they're focusing on. But the beauty of that is that's where I come in and I can work closely with the doctor and we can work together to help their patient feel better using both modalities. Well, you know, to me, that sounds a little backwards. You know, doctors are 
reactive. They're not proactive. You know, you go to the doctor. It makes me crazy because I know so many people that do this. They go into the doctor and their knee is bothering them or their shoulder or something. And they go in, they get a cortisone shot. I'm like, that's just covering it up. That's covering up the, the problem. You're not getting to the root of the problem, you know, and, and and it's the same with not just knees and shoulders. It's with everything. You know, if you have a headache, figure out why you're having a headache. Don't cover it up. Get to the root cause. And that's, again, where you come in. Yeah, bless your heart for saying that. You are absolutely right. That is so true. And if we can take that time, and I think it's because it takes time, right? It takes time to right. go through that healing process. But if we can cover it up in 10 minutes, that feels better. Why? Because we're often so busy. We're trying to rush to the next thing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You know, when I was growing up and you didn't feel good, if you had a cold or flu or stomach ache or something, you rested. That was the thing. Your body needed, your parents said rest. Drink lots of fluid and rest. Get some sleep. Sleep is when your body heals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so many, so many years ago, Somebody decided to come out with that Z-Pack, and instead of being in bed for five or six days, you're up and out after a day or so, and you're not giving your body time to rest and heal. And and it, and it kind of it makes me a little crazy. <clears throat> you know, it makes me well, a little crazy that, it, in effect, you're not taking care of yourself. Well, and like the, and, and also talking about the doctors, I mean, um, I was recently talking to my doctor, and she, I love her. She's wonderful. But I was like saying, hey, you know, I'd like to lose some weight, you know, what do you recommend, you know, to lose weight? And honestly, she didn't really have a lot that was helpful. She goes, well, I've heard about intermittent fasting, which I've since learned much more about from Maria. Um, but, you know, I've, you know, I've heard about that working, but there was like nothing specific. And from a time yep. perspective, yeah, I mean, doctors only have a limited amount of time to meet with you. You know, they're booked like in their 15-minute increments. They're not going to go into, well, what did you, what have you been eating and have you been sleeping? You know, it's like they don't have that time to go into that detail, and it's so important. It is. It is. It is. Um, so, Maria, so, tell us so about Maria... some of those things. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. I was just gonna say the same thing. You, you, you mentioned uh, in the intro. You mentioned the three emotions that deter us from eating right, and how, and 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 how. Well, especially now, COVID, the real COVID nineteen. How the how the COVID nineteen can bring on the COVID fifteen. Can you tell us a little <laughs> bit about that? Your yeah, new absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That, that can be the new slogan, unfortunately, for a little while. And and I think, you know, what you mentioned earlier with, you know, being sick and not having time to heal, I think we are reenacting that right now because now we're saying if you're not feeling well, stay home. So hopefully we'll get a little bit more time to heal. But right now in regards to emotions, we associate food with feeling a certain way. So right now we're really feeling a lot of things. So when we want to feel good, we often eat some food and it's Usually it's poor food choices, but the three emotions that I found most people are dealing with right now, and you might be able to relate to one or a few of them. The first one is boredom. People are bored. A lot of people are, most of us are, you know, stuck at home, even if we're working or if we're not working, things have changed. So there's boredom going on. Another one unfortunately, is anger. People are mad. They're mad that they can't do what they've been doing, that their lives have been turned upside down. And then the biggest one, and this is the one that I feel the most, is anxiety. Having that anxious feeling of, oh my goodness, what is going to happen now? Okay. Okay. We're going to break these down. Uh, But first off, I have to tell you, that's so funny that the first one you mentioned is boredom because it's funny. I heard somebody say, uh, uh, "Stay well is the new so long," like or "Stay safe" or "Take care" or something like that is the new bye bye. You know, because everybody is at is you know nowadays when people say "How are you," they're really asking "How are you?" You know, I, I you know I, I've asked that of everybody. How are you? How is your family? Um, mm-hmm. You know, is it meaning is is any has anybody been got COVID or uh, or, or dealing with that? But Every single person in the last six months that have asked me how I'm doing, what do I say? I'm bored out of my mind. Mm. I, 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 am, yeah. I am so bored. 
I've said that to everybody that has asked me, how are you? I said, I'm bored to death. Really? I am bored to death. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm working. I've got a lot to do. But without I, – I, I just – I didn't realize how important all of those things that we take for granted, going to a concert on the beach, going to a movie in the park, going to fundraisers for the organizations that we support. I, you, I think we thought they were all fluff. They're not. Mm. They're an yeah, important that's a great part point. Yeah, our social definitely. being. Can, can you can you speak to that, Maria? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that kind of goes along even with the slogan for the show, "Live, Love, Laugh." In that state of boredom, we typically aren't feeling those things, right? You're not able to live and get out, right. and go to concerts, or see people, or you know, even laugh as much. But boredom is really the number one that's going on right now. And unfortunately, boredom is the number one emotion that's associated with making poor food choices. So hello, COVID-15. Now we know why. We're feeling bored and the emotion that we feel drives us to eat. And it's because we're feeling dissatisfied, right? And when we're dissatisfied, it's typically because we feel an emptiness. There's a void. We're not able to get out to those concerts, to go to those fundraisers. So how do we fill emptiness? We fill it up with food. So food, food. is a way to, quote, unquote, cure that boredom. Mm. Wow. That makes sense. Okay. I didn't, know, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. That makes total sense. When you, when you have but an emptiness inside sense. you. The yeah. Person, yeah, yeah. You're going to yeah. fill it up with food. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and you start, wow. like, I looking didn't... around going, well, I'm kind of – you know, I'm just kind of sitting here. What, what's in the kitchen? What's in the pantry? Oh, I need those cookies, or I need to crunch on something. I hear some chips over here, and oh, that wasn't what I wanted. Gonna, and oh, maybe I'll just move on I, to the I, ice cream. I'm gonna make that big pan of baked macaroni and cheese and throw in some bacon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why not? Com- comfort food. Yeah, yes, that's exactly. Yeah. That's it, too. Comfort food. And it's normally usually pretty mindless, especially when we're bored. We almost don't realize that we're walking to the kitchen and eating. Sometimes we can finish that food and we don't even feel like we ate and we want to go to the next thing. Oh, my goodness. Think about that. How many times during the last six months have we just walked in the kitchen, opened the fridge, and stood there looking in there or in the pantry? Yes. Yeah. What am I going to eat? Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Exactly. Too many and times. Here's a, here's a great tip. Now that you have that awareness and you walk to the fridge or the pantry and say, what am I going to eat? You can reframe that question and say, wait a second, what is it that I'm really hungry for? Is it food or is it something else? And what is something else that I can fill that emptiness with that might better serve me? What am I really hungry friends. for? I like that. I'm, fr- I'm hungry. I'm hungry for friends and laughter. Right. So, how can you have friends and laughter? You know what? Maybe I want to pick up the phone and grab a FaceTime call with one of my friends right now. Maybe I want to walk outside and you know, watch something or play with the dog or the cat. Have you? Have you? I, uh, both of you. Have you found that? During the last six months, you have been reaching out to people that maybe maybe you normally just keep up with what they're doing on on social media or something, but you find that you're picking up the phone and calling them. I, I know I have. Yeah, I, um, either of you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've actually reconnected um, through all of this with uh, my sorority sisters from college, where I mm-hmm. had kept up with like maybe two or three, you know, close close friends. But over the years, you know, everybody gets busy. And on Facebook, um, you know, we probably had, I probably had like 20 sorority sisters or so that, that were my Facebook friends, you know. So, um, so at the beginning of all this, the, the, my, three, my three core, you know, sorority sister friends, we said, hey, you know, let's do a Zoom call, just the three of us, because we're in different cities. And I said, okay. So I set up a Zoom and we did a Zoom call and we like, hey, why don't we just invite all of our Facebook sorority friends to just jump on the call. So every Wednesday at 5 o'clock, we've been doing an open Zoom call 
where, you know, I, we've had people show up from the, I haven't talked to in, you know, over 30 years, you know, and it's yeah. been amazing. It's been great. And so, and it is fun to, to kind of make that connection. And every, every week somebody, you know, will show up that I haven't seen and, you know, you catch up and, and it's really, it would not have happened, but for the situation. I, you know, it's so funny that you said that is I did the same thing only with the kids I went to elementary school with. We had, we, you know, we, 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 we all lived in the same neighborhood. We all went to the same school. We all played together after school. Um, and, and again, a half a dozen of them I'm friends on Facebook with, and we did initial zoom call just like you. It, it was just four or five of us at first. And then it's mm-hmm. grown. And, and, and at first it was, we were doing it weekly and then it was two weeks. Now we're just, we've been doing it like once a month now because, but every time somebody new jumps in, like somebody in our group is like, we were asking, Oh, have you, have you, are, are you still in touch with, you know, Ben, or are you still in touch with, you know, Evelyn, are you in touch? And, and everybody is still in touch with somebody that the others aren't, and they would contact them and get them in on the Zoom call. We're doing the exact same thing. That's so funny. And I'm sure it's not just us. That is funny. I'm sure it's not just us. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. We are hungry. We are really, really hungry for connection. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, mm-hmm. and we're feeding it, um, and you guys are both feeding that connection. That's wonderful. It's, I'm sure it's not just us. I know a lot of other people that are doing things. I, 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 have, I have like four weekly Zoom calls um, regularly. Um, I, I did the same thing also with my cousins. Um, we're, we're spread out all over the place now. I have 60 first cousins. Um, wow. And, and one day I, 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 blew the, I put the idea to my sisters. And I said, have, have any of you talked to this one or this one? They're like, no. And I'm like, okay, I'll set up a Zoom call and we'll get the family on. And, and everybody loved it. You know, uh, again, social media makes it so easy to keep up with people from a distance. But this whole COVID thing is, uh, has, as I said, turned our world upside down. Deanne, we are a little late. I should do the, uh, I should do the um, oh. station break, huh? Oh yeah, let's do the station break. Sorry, when we get into a good conversation, you know. Anyway, um, yeah. I'm your host Jackie Blustra, and you're listening to the South Bay Show, a hyperlocal podcast that airs every Thursday and Friday morning at 8 a.m. on Blog Talk Radio. The show features the many fabulous things to do, places to go, and people to know in our South Bay. From El Segundo to the Palos Verdes Peninsula, we cover it all. So be sure to tune in each week to keep up with what's going down in our beachside bubble. Now, this morning, we're speaking with Maria Mizzi. Uh, She's a certified transformational nutrition coach, in addition to a couple of other things. Uh, We're discussing, you know, your health in general, but specifically during COVID. Uh, You know, it's having an effect on all of us uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, and we are discussing right now, we're talking about the three emotions that uh, are affecting us uh, specifically during COVID-19. So we, we were just discussing boredom. So, Maria, let's get into anger. Where does that come from? Yes. Well, anger is a big emotion that we are often feeling right now. And it can be associated with maybe not being able to make a situation better. And if we think about this particular situation where there's something that we're not really able to do, and sometimes we feel like we've been wronged, like, wait a second, why is this happening to me? And oftentimes we just eat out of anger because we don't know what else to do. And it often, when we eat out of anger as well, it kind of makes our body suffer, but also our mind. And when we eat out of anger, we're definitely not making good food choices. All right. Definitely there are a lot of people feeling anger. That is certainly the case. I mean, you see on on like next door, it's like next door used to be the place where, you know, you'd find a lost dog or you'd have a local student doing, you know, cleaning out the trash cans or whatever. And now it's just turned into these rants of people who just start typing away. There's a term for it. I don't know what it is, but it is getting really really bad like you can't even say one basic thing and then all of a sudden you see like 20 comments of people arguing with each other 
over, you know, just like typing. You see it on social media. I mean, there's a lot of anger out there. That's certainly the case. How oh, is that affecting is. our eating, Maria? Yeah. But, well, it's, it's a feeling of rebellion. So when we're in a state of anger, we're feeling, quote, unquote, rebellious. So then we're almost punishing ourselves because we're being rebellious against other things and situations, and that kind of bleeds into our own life. So we're we're almost eating things that don't serve us in a way to punish ourselves in an un, really an unconscious way. And that's how it brings it into eating. And this is probably one of the most difficult ones to work with in changing our food habits because we feel we get so strong about this one, right? We really hold on to anger sometimes. You know, I don't know that I don't know that I'm an angry eater. I, I, if I get angry, I, I want to punch a wall, um, but I don't, I, don't, I don't recall ever getting angry and stomping to the fridge and eating. Um, the boredom thing, totally. But the anger, uh, I, I, don't, I don't do that. Um, Deanne, are you an angry eater? You know what, I think it's an unconscious thing. I don't think you get angry and say, oh, I'm going to eat something. I think you get angry and you feel, like, helpless and frustrated. Like, you know, you'd like to punch a wall. You'd like to punch the person that's making you angry, you know. And then you're like, you, you, like, like we've been, we've really, this is really about feeling, feeling uh, a void. So it's like, well, what do you do? It's like you want to do something. So you walk to the refrigerator you know, in anger, and you just like open it up and look in there, and I, yeah, I don't, I don't see it as punishing ourselves as much as like just like wanting. I think it's a matter of wanting to take control, you know, take control mm. of the situation yeah. and do something. So like you open the refrigerator, and and go, you know, you want to do something, so you open the refrigerator. Oh, what, you know, I'm gonna eat while I'm thinking about, you know, while you're angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maria. Um, I don't even know how to phrase it. What Deanne was saying earlier, angry people are. And you're right, next door. I hear I hear that from everybody. I'm not on there. I, I just post like event things on next door. I don't get involved in uh conversations on it. I I really don't get involved in anything except on Facebook. But so Maria, I'm guessing that you're also you're like a therapist, I would imagine. It it sounds to me like you're it's it's a form of therapy the services that you provide if people are coming in and they're saying they're they're bored they're they're angry they're anxious that's generally what people go to therapists for so so it's like you're a food therapist is that far off the mark <laughs> uh, yeah i think it's very close so in therapy they're more focusing on just how to relive the past a little bit more so I'm more there of support, and I'm there to uncover things. Like, why are you feeling this anger right now? What are some things that we can do to support this so that you can feel better? So as opposed to just being in a therapy situation of giving them tools to use, I think we work together, and I'll support them on helping them make those simple changes. But I get, there is definitely a mirror effect to that, absolutely. Let me well. So when somebody comes in to see you, and you have a new client, um, and you ask, do do you ask them when do you find yourself opening up the refrigerator? What do you know? What is causing you to eat this way? Is that where you start? Yeah, that could be a great question. Absolutely, because we're trying to uncover, you know, why why is this happening? Why are you going to the refrigerator, and you're feeling bored or angry? What is it? You know, why are you making these choices? And then it's it's almost six steps. We just kind of keep digging deeper with questions until they can uncover how the reason why they're feeling that way. And then I'll be able to give them tools to use, again, that are really simple to start making that change over. Just like the one I shared before, you know, when you go to the refrigerator and you're not hungry, but you know you're walking there to eat something, just take a pause and say, wait a second, am I hungry? Or what is it that I'm really hungry for? Is it an emotional void that I'm trying to fill in? And how can I change this emotional void to one that serves me better? 
So, but Maria, in what, your, what is in, it that people are coming? Oh, I'm so sorry, Jerry. What I was just curious to see, like, when people come to you, what, like, what brings them? What motivates them to call you? What problems are they experiencing that they that they call you for? That that you're able to work through these issues with them? Yeah. Normally, there's a few. They'll come to me because they've been to their doctors for many times and they haven't gotten any answers. So they're frustrated. And they're frustrated with not being able to see change. Or they're super busy and they've noticed that their energy has changed. Their clothes aren't sitting right. And those are two of the top reasons why people come to me. And they're really ready to stop feeling, you know, sick and tired of, just being exhausted and not feeling good in their body. So that would be like the big overarching one. And that's where coaching comes in, where we meet on a consistent basis. And I'm able to dive deeper with them. And just like you mentioned, Jackie, ask questions so they can uncover what it is. And I have the right questions and the right background to help them dive into what it is to switch that emotion from a negative one like one of these to one that's more positive and serving and that feels really good. Are you seeing are you seeing your like regular clients, are you seeing more anger in people in your in your situation? There is in your practice. I find that there's a little bit of anger in most of them. I think the two bigger ones are more boredom and anxiety. But there always is a form of anger, and some have more than others. I would say for me, that would be the one that I see a little bit less often, and boredom and anxiety would be the top two for sure. All right. Okay, we'll get to the third one, anxiety. As we all know, stress will kill you. Um, anxiety, you know, causes stress. Um, it, it, it'll affect you physically in in, in so many ways. So obviously you know the big the big the pink what is it the pink elephant in the room the purple elephant in the room you know covid-19 right. uh talk, talk about anxiety anxiety all around like i know that as americans we were stressed out before covid you know um now anxiety must be off the charts yeah it it's i think that would be the biggest one. Boredom is a little bit more common and, and we're able to work through that. But anxiety, we feel on such a deep level. It's almost like an alarm going off in our body and it literally can take our breath away. A lot of people literally will lose their breath because we're feeling so anxious. And it's because it's, it's fear that's in there. It's, you know, an expectation of what needs to happen. And right now, everything is so uncertain anxiety is elevated to such a higher level because the perception of reality is so unknown right now. So we get that feeling of worry and even sometimes doom. Like I've had people really feel like, okay, this is it. We're doomed. And that anxiety level really rises up super high. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's that that uncertainty. It just feels like, you know that for just for and it's and it's and it's universal. I think every person I talk to, we all feel like, you know, we 2020 started off with a bang. It was going great. The economy was amazing, you know, and businesses were doing great. And I mean, you know, my own, my law firm was just my clients were doing fantastic. And then boom, COVID hit. And then like COVID was supposed to be like, oh, just go into your houses for two weeks and it'll all be good. And you know, and then it turned into months and then and then layer that with then all of the, you know, the riots and the the protests and, you know, and all of these things that it's just like one thing on top of the other. And people are like, what's next? You know, is it is, is this about, it? I mean, yeah. Talk, talk about angry people. Yeah. Uh, th- th- yeah. The, the angry people taking it out in the streets. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Anxiety over. You know, and again, as you just said, Deanne, it's across the board. It's affecting everybody. It doesn't matter how much you make or how successful you are, but everybody across the board is anxious. Are my kids going to go back to school in the fall? How am I going to work if I have to school my children? You know, that's probably the biggest one. Uh, Maria, is that, is that, is that, I mean, work and income obviously is up there, but any, anybody with young children, I can't even imagine. Yeah, because there's more than just 
the children, but that is the most important thing. And you can't do the other things that help you take care of your children. So that really brings the anxiety up very high. That is the biggest thing. So how and, and the uncertainty how, of okay. even doing the you know the homeschooling. Well, yeah, that's that's making everybody crazy. So so yeah. tell us tell us about anxiety eating. Is it is it yeah. Is it the same thing as you're not stomping to the fridge because you're mad or you're not going to the fridge because you're bored? How does anxiety eating work? Yeah. Anxiety, it's more about worry. When we're worried and we're stressed out, that's when we're going to make poor food choices. Because if we're worried and stressed, we're not thinking about eating well. We're thinking about eating something that comforts us. Now, anxiety eating even goes a little bit deeper, and this is something that I spend a lot of time on with clients, because we often use food as that comforting tactic to help us soothe ourselves so we can breathe. And anxiety is often carried into adulthood from childhood. So if we've had childhood anxieties, these are reoccurring in our adulthood, especially in times like we're having right now. It it all comes back to haunt you at some point, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's amazing that as we, I dive into things with clients, getting to the root cause, and a lot of times anxiety is a big thing. So if there was some sort of, you know, traumatic effect that happens as a child, if we feel or see something that is a little bit in vibration to that as an adult, it brings that back that same anxious feeling that we had as a child. So doing something that makes us feel good. Often as a child, if, if something happens or we didn't feel good, we get a treat. So, you know, we're having something sweet. We're eating a food that we remember made us feel better and gave us that feeling of comfort. Interesting. Oh, that's interesting. I'm curious. I'm curious. <laughs> interesting. Maria, do you, do you work with, do you work with their local therapists? Like do you have, do you have therapists or, or, or other doctors that, that refer clients to you? You know, it, they can only take them to a certain point, and then you can reach out from there when they're done with what they can do? Because it sounds to me like yeah. you know, everything, everything, everything is connected, you know? Yes, absolutely, it You're, is. And, and I do work with them in connection, and it's really great to work at the same time with as you know patients is with the doctor it's great for them to work with me at the same time it's like building a house from the ground up you get your whole team together and if we're working together cohesively we can build the foundation but we could also start working on what the interior is going to look like and then we can start thinking about you know the little things of, of how you want to design the home so if we can get the team together early on that even helps get a better and faster result that feels more compact it, you know, it, this is something that has happened in, in, in our lifetimes. You know, 20, 30 years ago, a medical doctors poo-pooed uh, other types of medicine, Eastern medicine, um, you, know, uh, you know, osteopaths wouldn't recommend you go to a chiropractor. You know, uh, uh, a therapist would not may, may, wouldn't have uh, recommended you go to a, an acupuncturist. Uh, uh, you know, a, a regular doctor wouldn't tell you to go see a nutritionist, but that's that's all changed dramatic. Well, not all, but it's changed dramatically in the last few decades, uh, where I see more Western traditional doctors working with other uh, disciplines, um, which I I I think that's so important. You know, I, I just find that super important that that there are other options out there. Um, I, you know, I want to just, I want to turn here. Can you tell us about your book, Passionistas? Yes, absolutely. So Passionistas is a book that I co-authored with some other amazing women who changed their life to kind of live their purpose. So what I contribute to the book is I share in depth my story of how I made a change in my life. And I shared a little bit of that in the beginning with my health and my life and my family and found a career now as a transformational nutrition coach, really helping others find their own passion and their purpose. First, you know, leading with health, of course. 
Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, so tell me something. Have you had clients come in and you are trying to figure out, get to the bottom of their, their, their weight, their health issues. And within that, you discover why am I eating? I'm eating because I'm unhappy. Why am I unhappy? Because I'm not doing what I want to do. What do you want to do? Do you, do you get to that? Oh, yeah, we absolutely do. I, I, it's amazing. I didn't expect this when I started my career many years ago that it would dive deeper than just that aspect. But most often people decide that, you know what, they are for the first time they're feeling something for themselves that they haven't felt in a long time. So I've had people change careers. Um, I've had people start new businesses. I've had people get out of relationships that weren't serving them. I've had people get married during that time. So they really discover and feel more for themselves. Because once you're feeding your body and your mind goodness, then you're able to receive that goodness and that purpose that you're supposed to really live. And exactly like you say, live, love, laugh. So now we can, again, live and love and laugh because we've taken care of our own bodies and minds and we've left that vessel open to receiving more of that good stuff so they can live their purpose. I love that. I love that. So can you think about that? Mm -hmm. Can you give us a couple of tips, Maria, um, particularly during this time, a couple of easy things that people can do when they're feeling any of these things, boredom, anger, anxiety, um, you know, instead of running to the fridge, we already talked about reaching out to friends on FaceTime and Zoom calls. Uh, any other any other tips for what we can do with that? Yeah. Switch our the, focus. The first thing, yeah. like you mentioned, become aware. Become aware of it. Now that we've had this conversation and, and you're listening, just say, okay, I'm, I'm going to the refrigerator. I'm going to the pantry. Become aware of that emotion and ask yourself what you're feeling and try to create a new habit, like, you know, contact your friends, going for a walk, and maybe having a list written down or on your phone of a few habits that you can switch to right away as opposed to going for that emotional eating of anger or anxiety or boredom. You know, I really like that idea of writing something down. I, I, I like to have – I like that idea of, like, just writing down maybe – three things that you can do when you're, when you get into that situation, because sometimes you go, okay, fine, this is how I'm feeling. But, but you're like, okay, now, now what, what did I, what should I do next? <laughs> I don't know what you, where, where, do you direct, exactly. where do you direct, where do you direct your energy? And, and, and right. quite frankly, that's one of, that's one of the, um, I don't, it's not an emotion. I don't know. I don't know what emotion it would fit into, but one of my biggest issues during this time was I was feeling like, I, I wasn't accomplishing anything. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a goal oriented person. You know, I'm like, okay, I got to get this done and I got to do this, 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 and this to get this done. And when this all started, you know, I looked at my husband and I said, you know, we could be, we could be stuck in our, our, our backyard for the entire summer, you know, which isn't awful. You know, we, we have a nice backyard, but just hanging out in my backyard because we couldn't go to the beach or we weren't supposed to be out walking or whatever, I, I felt the need to do something. And so I actually, all this time, I've, I've done a massive landscaping job in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could have called my gardener and had him do it, but I thought, I need something to do. I need, I need to feel like I'm accomplishing something, and, and boy, oh, boy, did that help. Well, I think where, that's where that frustration. Yeah, it's frustration and anxiety, but what a great what a great uh, solution to get outside and to be productive and to be able to see the immediate result of your efforts. You know, like it looks so pretty when you first landscape something, you put those flowers in, and yeah, that's a great that's a great solution. And that's and well, and I think barking. Yeah, Go ahead, I think Maria. people should Go ahead, follow Maria. Maria. I'm sorry, we're all talking. Go ahead, Maria. <laughs> People should follow Maria. What were you saying, Maria? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, I have so many things to say. I love that habit that you created, Jackie. That, what I call that, that's called environmental spirituality. So that's self-care, being out in the environment. So that does so much for your body and your brain, and it's really healing to really bring in positive emotions. So that's frustration. 
I think we need to add frustration to the list because I that 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 has been <laughs> yeah. my biggest issue is is frustration. And by the way, one of the things I'm hearing across the board, uh, from family and friends across the country, everybody's gardening. You know, you know, everybody that that can is, um, because as I said, you know, gardening is one of those things that you just don't have time for. Oh, I really mm-hmm. need to replant that that flower bed, but I don't have time. We've had all the time in the world the last six months. Uh, but yeah, frustration. That's another one. That's that's my big one. Is frustration. Uh, it's frustration that that uh, that we uh, we we can't accomplish as much as we're used to accomplishing. Deanne, tell us your thoughts because um, Maria has dropped, so I'm going to get her on again real quick. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, I just think that the um, what I've learned a lot from Maria is in following her, like on Facebook and other things, is she really does give you very simple methods. She has, you know, like I said, she gives you like the oh hello the top, you know, the five things that the five exercises to do in the morning, or she's got wonderful smoothie recipes that taste so good and they're super healthy. Or she, um, and with, oh, hello and welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. I was, just, <laughs> I was just talking about, um, you know, about how you give what, what I really, I'm recommending strongly that people follow you and we want you to give your information, especially your Facebook information, but about how you just make things so simple and you give things, you know, like I said, the five, the five exercises to do in the morning or your wonderful smoothie recipes and well, not only smoothie, but other foods, because like, I'm not a, again, I'm not a big cook. I didn't, I didn't study nutrition. I don't, you know, you know, you hear about keto this and this no gluten and no sugar and you know what and so there's so many there's so much information and conflicting information about what you're supposed to be eating that you just lay it out in such a simple way yes and and that was the idea when i started to learn about all this it needed to be simple because we're we're living these high you know, stress lives, and, and I think a lot of that stress has been relieved in a different way right now, but we needed things to be simple, that we can do it on a consistent basis, and really just make it a lifestyle change, and really just feel our best, because we're living a lifestyle that feels good, and it's easy to do those more quote-unquote difficult. Well, Maria, give us your contact info, or your website, or Facebook, or whatever social media handles you have. Give us Give us uh, contact information, how, how people can get in touch with you. Sure. You can get in touch with me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, social media is a great place. Uh, social media, it's just Maria Mizzy Coach, M-A-R-I-A-M-I-Z-Z-I. And my website is a great place because I do have a free recipe book there. So if you want simple recipes like Leanne was talking about that are typically five ingredients or less, that are super healthy, you can go to mariamizzy.com. I'm writing it down now, mariamizzy.com. I like easy recipes. I like that. Me Five too. I like or less. Keep it simple. <laughs> Keep it simple yeah. for yes. people like me. <laughs> now, diet is an interesting thing. I, you know, as you were saying, Deanne, there's so many different paleo and keto and uh, uh, fountain speech and all of these different things out there. Um, and, you know, years ago, I, I learned a little bit about nutrition and eating right. And for me, it's it's all about eating whole foods. You know, that's the biggest thing is not to eat processed foods and always have a lot of fruit in the house because I always find when I am bored or, or I have anxiety or frustration and I open that fridge, um, I always make sure I have a big bowl of berries in there, you know. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, yeah. But Maria... Maria, this has been fantastic. I learned a lot. Anger, anxiety, and I'm adding frustration to the list. Um, it's a tough time for everybody. Um, so, Maria Mizzi, Certified Transformational Nutritional Coach, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. It was great. Uh, and, uh, Deanne, thank you so much. Um we're coming down to the wire here with your, your co-hosting duties. And, again, thank you so much for doing this. Absolutely. It's been a lot of fun. I've learned a lot from our guests. And I was just thinking that you, Jackie, are a conversational genius. And uh, I just 
I'm so appreciative to have been able to have this opportunity with you. Well, I appreciate I appreciate it more. Uh, all right, everybody. That's our show, everybody. Thank you for joining us. And be sure to tune in tomorrow morning for Manhattan Beach Chamber 360. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye now. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.